0: Hello, love, and welcome to another episode of the Embodied Wisdom Podcast. My name is Michaela. Thank you so much for tuning in and turning on to this podcast today. If you're new here, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you're a long-time subscriber, then thank you for returning, my friend. Uh, We will be talking today a bit about why pleasure... Is essential for shadow work and for healing body held trauma and when I'm talking about trauma um, just a bit of a disclaimer here if you are already dealing with something that's um, really heavy for you right now that you're feeling um, disconnected from your body or Um, not totally present um, in any way that you feel that this kind of conversation would be really difficult for you to hear right now, then I would recommend maybe, uh, you know, taking some time getting yourself grounded or just uh, skipping, skipping this episode for today and maybe coming back to it at a time that you feel um, a little more open and receptive to talking about this subject, okay? Um, and if you're kind of feeling a little bit uncomfortable about it, but you're like, hmm, I think I can lean into that, all right, that feels, that feels good, then all right, you know, let's dive in, let's, let's dive into it. So, to begin, when I talk about shadow work and in-body trauma, I am talking about um, any energies, any complexes in your psyche, um, and especially in-body held um, patterns, beliefs, um, core beliefs, and um, stored memories that are... Um, a bit more challenging or unsettling to your system, and this can be from a number of things. Um, it can be from an early an early life experience that you may have had, um, such as sexual abuse or unnecessary violence. It could be from um experiencing that to a, um, seeing that happen to a sibling or a friend, um, or even passed down from a parent or a grandparent. That's more of a ancestral kind of, um, energies that get passed down from one body to another. Um, and the other part that it can be from is also, uh, You don't have to buy into this, but it could be from past lives as well, where you experienced something in a past life and um, it's now returning in this life, but it has more of a um, substance based in, you know, something else that may not be the exact same thing, but it is related. So even if it is a past life thing, there's usually things in this life, especially the early life, that um, reflect that and bring it up again for us to look at and to um, come into a deeper acceptance, understanding, and um, awareness of that pattern or belief, whatever it is. And just in saying all of that, I feel already that that is, um, that could be a lot to hear. Um, And just to bring it back to why we're talking about this um, is to be able to hold it in a space of acceptance and understanding and especially pleasure and by pleasure i mean a sense of goodness a sense of wholeness a sense of oh okay yes all this is here and i am still whole I can still hold this, I can still be a good, whole, intact, grounded, centered human being and hold space and look at these more challenging aspects of myself or um, if you're seeing this in a partner or a family member or if you're working with uh, a client or something of that nature, then seeing that in them and holding that in a space of goodness, in a space of acceptance, understanding, and bringing a bit of pleasure to the mix. Okay, so to start off talking about this, before I get into all of the more, um, technical aspects and practices, which I'm going to be giving you a fair amount of practices in this episode to try out for yourself at the end, Um, but I really want to first kind of go into my personal experience with um, this kind of um, working with trauma and with um, shadow work and Um, The journey of realizing that this work cannot be done fully and cannot be integrated into your system without pleasure, without a sense of goodness and wholeness accompanying it. Yeah. So I feel that, uh, opening up and being vulnerable with my own story, hopefully that, uh, gives you, um, permission and more of an openness to open up to your own story with a greater sense of compassion and, um, acceptance for whatever it is that you may be, um, dealing with or, um, have dealt with in the past. So my uh personal kind of story of the deepest um the deepest trauma and shadow work that I have done there has been other things but this is kind of the deepest um core core belief core experience that I've had to work with and to um bring more and more awareness to and this was uh, I became pregnant and three months into my pregnancy I had a miscarriage and as much as um, you know you will hear lots of people when those kind of things happen you know, tell you, oh, it's not your fault, and oh, you know, you couldn't have done anything about it, and everything like that, um, I, I faced a lot of guilt and shame around this feeling like um, it was my fault, feeling like uh, I, I was broken, that there was something wrong with me, that I, I couldn't, couldn't uh, carry my baby to full term. Um, And what I've found now is that actually one in three women will have a miscarriage at some point in their lives. So it is uh, a lot more common than we think. And through this experience, I not only faced these uh, feelings, these heavier, denser emotions of guilt and shame... But also, um, it was really a uh, a birthing process. Because when when you have a miscarriage, even though um, the child you are delivering isn't alive, it is still a birthing process. And through this birthing process, I didn't birth um, a live human being into this life. But what I did birth was my own deep healing journey. And so through that birth, it was as if all of these traumas of um, my early childhood, um, my early experiences with sex and sexuality, um, the beliefs and the core ideas that I took on around my sexuality and around being a woman, around bleeding, um, having a menstrual cycle, around. Um, having a womb, (laughs) and as well as, um, as I mentioned this in the beginning of this episode, uh, remembering, uh, you know, experiences in past lives where uh, kind of these same feelings of shame and guilt were even more intense um, in the way that they were expressed, um, in the culture and in the world. And just, just overall, I felt a sense of deep, like ancestral, um, you know, a lineage of, of trauma that wanted to be held and seen and awakened, um, into wholeness within me. And, when I talk about it now, there is such this place of acceptance and love and compassion for all of this. Um, I really I really feel like even like a warmth surrounding me when I talk about it and this is kind of this aspect of pleasure and goodness that we want to surround these sort of uh, traumas with and that can... Come with just talking about it, with you know, opening up to a trusted friend, a partner, a you know, a therapy group, um, an online community that um, truly is open to hearing and understanding and holding space for um, what it is that you are currently um, dealing with. Because that has been one of the biggest lessons for me to learn along this path is that as much as I thought that I was the only one and that I had to do it all by myself and no one else had experienced these things, there is always somebody else out there that has experienced the same thing, if not something very similar. There is always a community out there who's willing to listen and hear. And even if they haven't experienced exactly what you have experienced, they've experienced other difficult, challenging things, that a lot of people are open and willing to hold space for what it is that you have, that what it is that you have to hold and to um, experience in in this point in your life. And along with uh, community and the deep amount of healing and, um, you know, honestly, beauty that can come from that, Um there are ways that, you know, when that is not accessible, when it is not um doesn't seem like it's as as present in your life as you would like it to be, there are definitely ways that you can create that sense of goodness and wholeness and pleasure for yourself. And what I what I truly experienced in these times of um, you know, it was honestly like a couple a couple years where I I was very much in the shadow of things in the trauma of things and what I what I truly have found um, during that time is that it was not the times where I just you know allowed myself to to cry and to cry and to cry and to cry for for weeks and weeks and months and months and you know to be sad all the time and you know um, it was not those times that I experienced deep shifts or um you know, progressing through, uh, and accepting more of what I was experiencing, it was actually the times that I felt inspired to create that allowed me to, um, really process what I was experiencing. So finding different, um, outlets of expression, like dance, um, you know, painting, drawing, so any kind of artwork, um, and especially spending time in nature and finding pleasure through um connecting to the earth and connecting to the to the juicy yummy vibrations of of the energy of of the earth mama um it was really through these moments that i was able to take what i was experiencing and transform it into a sense of acceptance and peace and even joy sometimes uh, for what I had experienced, for what I was experiencing, and uh, this was something that took me a while to to actually understand that, like, how important that was, because a lot of the time, like I said, with the, you know, just going in and crying for months on end, like, that's what I would want to do, you know? I would feel these heavy emotions and these heavy experiences, and I would just want to, like, spiral and spiral down and down and down into that, because it's, like, when I'm feeling something, like, whoo, baby, I'm feeling it, you know, so it's, like, I, I just, I wanted to dive and dive and dive, but all that did was keep me and hold me in a state of, um, overwhelm, of, you know, of, like, anxiety, or of, you know like almost like a lifelessness like I didn't even want to be a part of the world which those things are totally natural when something like um traumatic loss happens and that's what really a miscarriage is um is a traumatic loss and as much as those things are are natural it is the um the creativity and the, um, sense of pleasure and goodness that helps you hold them. So it, it's, it's not to say that you ignore what you're going through or put it to the wayside and say, oh no, 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 I'll, I'll deal with that someday. Cause that can also, you know, have adverse effects like avoidance and, you know, using um, drugs or alcohol to avoid what you're feeling or dealing with and, um, That's not totally helpful in the healing process either. Um, But to take this kind of approach of two pleasures for um, every pain, right? So for every one really challenging thing, um, really challenging experience or... um, you know, in-body sensation or emotion, for every one of those things that you experience to bring in two pleasurable things, to bring in two things that make you feel good. Whether, you know, it's simple things like um, taking a walk in nature or taking a bath or, um, you know, even pleasuring yourself, just allowing yourself to, um, you know, stroke your body, to touch your body in a way that feels good, not in a way that's pushing yourself to do anything or anything like that, just in a way that feels good. And the reason for this is that uh, this feeling of goodness and this feeling of pleasure actually relaxes the nervous system And regulates your stress response. So your body can only process um, as much as it can relax, right? So, So you can only move through as much information, and that's what, you know, energy really is, is moving information... You can only take in and process and alchemize and transform as much as your body can regulate and um, can come back to a state of, um, you know, relaxation and and safety and um, just like a calm, cool, collected experience of what is present. And that kind of brings us to um, a really important, really, really important um, tool to look at when you are um, working with any kind of trauma or um, find yourself doing any kind of shadow work, anything like that. And that is this beautiful um, chart called the Window of Tolerance. So you may have heard of it, you may have seen it before. If not, you can definitely go onto Google and type in Window of Tolerance, and I almost guarantee you it's one of the first um, search results that comes up. And basically, what this is, what this is, is um, a bit of a map. So, yeah, it's a bit of a map to really um, understand, to start to understand where is your comfort zone and your ability to self-soothe and to stay in that calm, cool, collected, and connected state. And when are you going um, outside of that? Because really, that deep... um, healing and that acceptance and wholeness that we um, are desiring when it comes to doing this work that can really only happen when you stay within the boundaries of your comfort zone and that's not to say that you know we're we're staying in like a safe space and like you know never coming out of our caves or something like that and not dealing with anything scary it just means that you know it's knowing where the edge of your comfort zone is so you can go to that edge right because that edge is going to be like the furthest that you can actually go without tipping yourself over into a state of of trauma or um, anxiety or anything like that so when you push yourself to that edge you are able to kind of touch those places that really 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 need your awareness and your love and your understanding and then come back to the safety come back to the sense of goodness and and to the sense of pleasure Um, that helps you regulate your nervous system and your stress response and come back to that cool connected state so some of the um, things that cause you to go out of this comfort zone is if um, you have fears of Unconscious thoughts or um, feelings in your body. Um, you know, if you're wanting control and you feel like you're out of control, if you feel like you're unsafe, um, you know, abandoned, that you know you feel ungrounded or anything of that nature, um, and any triggers like we talked about. Um, you know, um, triggers coming up in this life. Anything that triggers the core um, beliefs that you have, the traumas that you may have, um, and this is this is kind of uh, when this sort of uh, disconnect between your emotions and your psyche occurs, and. Um, that is basically uh, what happens when you kind of go out of that comfort zone, of that place where you can really um, regulate your emotional state. And, you know, that's, that's the things that can cause you to go out so you can be aware of them. And you can also be aware of what can bring you back in, right? So things like mindfulness, um, really being present with your body, being in the here and now grounding yourself, um, you know, any kind of, uh, exercises or techniques that help you self-soothe, um, calm your body and regulate your emotions, um, and even recognizing those beliefs, recognizing those triggers and coming up, uh, with a new story, you know, coming up with a new, um, you know, a new statement for what it is that you experienced. So say that you experienced, you know, um, somebody uh, shaming you for, you know, being a woman for some reason. And um, you feel that in your body. And, you know, you go to the edge of that. And when you really feel into it, you rewrite that story, you know, and rewrite it into, I am a woman and it is beautiful to be a woman and I love everything about being a woman, you know, and it's at that, that edge, that really potent place where you truly can rewrite those things, where you can touch the places that um, don't believe that, that don't believe that new statement and shower them with that love, and shower them with that acceptance and that understanding, so that they can also feel, you know, this other, um, you know, more cool, collected part of yourself that is like, wait a second, I know I'm, I'm a woman and I'm awesome and I'm, I'm, I'm great, just for being a woman. You know, uh, you can shower those places that don't know that with that love and understanding. And if you want to know more about that chart, please go ahead and look it up and um, read it for yourself um, and really get to know uh, some of the um, telltale signs that you have gone out of your comfort zone. So um, either going into fight-or-flight mode or going into a freeze response, um, fight-or-flight being, you know, feeling feelings like anxiety, or um, rigidity, or um, kind of uh, obsessing over something, Um, and, you know, the freeze response being things like disassociation, so um, not being present with what you're, or connected with what you're actually experiencing, uh, feeling like emotionless, or flat, um, or as I experienced, um, that I mentioned in my own experience, was you know, almost this feeling of like a deadening, like you're not really even like alive. Um, so those are just some examples of um, those things so that you can become a little bit more aware of when you are there and when you need to bring yourself back. When you need to bring yourself back with, um, you know, a sense of goodness, a sense of pleasure, a sense of acceptance and love um, into that cool, and connected state. That's so important um, to be able to self-soothe and self-regulate. And also, this helps us have better relationships with ourselves and with the people around us so that even while we're dealing with these more difficult um, emotions or patterns or beliefs, we can still show up in our lives and interact with the world in a way that doesn't make us feel like we are, you know, tipping ourselves over the edge or something like that. Um, We can still relate to one another in um, a loving and accepting way. And now that you have all of that um, important, important information, I just want to go through uh a few different um techniques as we talked about coming back into that uh you know uh comfort zone there are different ways that you can come back in that you can stay in there and uh so really the the big three I want to talk about are grounding self soothing and mindfulness so um a couple mindfulness techniques you can use to come back into that comfort zone, come back into that, uh, you know, cool and connected place, are doing a body scan. So just uh, starting from the top of your head and moving down your body and noticing any sensations um, and even speaking out loud those sensations um, and just noticing the responses and, you know, without judgment, without needing it to be anything that it's not, just noticing. Um, you can slow and deepen your breath, so really just noticing your breath, going in and out, and becoming aware of your breath, and starting to notice, um, notice how it touches your body, notice the places that, um, you may feel, uh, or places you may not feel, and just holding that with loving acceptance. And uh, for mindfulness, a huge, huge shift that I've experienced that I hope that you will as well is that you are the queen of your emotions. So when it comes to this window of tolerance, you are the queen of that window. So the queen is able to go to the places that are more challenging, to be in it, to be aware of it, to feel it, and then to come back and realize that she is not these emotions, that she is not the emotions. She is the observer and, um, the conductor, the, um, uh, the sorceress so to speak I like that word the sorceress of these emotions that she is able to conjure them up and say okay let's feel the sadness now okay and feel it and all right now that that was enough and let's pull back and let's self-soothe and self-regulate you know so that is the queen of emotion and uh, you are that queen so that mindset shift uh, can be really powerful and really helpful in working with these kind of things, and the other um, aspects that I wanted to talk about are grounding. So you can ground yourself physically, like with you know getting getting your body on the earth, feeling the earth uh, with your hands and and, and feet and and uh, really spending some time in nature. You can ground yourself um, energetically, you can ground yourself by, uh, really, um, intentionally soaking up the earth energy. So if you can, if you can feel into your body, if you can feel especially, um, into your lower belly and your, um, sex organs and your womb space and really like, like pull up that earth energy, um, in a really in just like a really soft and loving way. And just notice what that feels like, Um, and you can ground yourself uh, emotionally by, uh, you know, taking more of that queen stance and um, allowing yourself to feel, without allowing yourself to be overcome by your emotions. And last of all, I wanted to talk a bit about uh, self-soothing techniques. So, um, you can soothe yourself, uh, through, you know, body massage. If you've never heard of Ayurvedic body massage, I would definitely recommend to look that up. Um, it's a really beautiful, um, body massage technique that helps you really, really ground and, um, tap into your unique, um, body type and, um, what you need for, for yourself in that way. Um, you can also work with, um, if you've heard of like tapping, uh, you can, you can tap different areas of your body, um, to, uh, really bring them into regulation and also, uh, slapping your body. So not like slapping, like, you know, trying to hurt yourself, but just like slapping your skin to, uh, reawaken your skin. It kind of helps you. Um, if you're, if you're kind of more in that shutdown mode to really like come back into your body and be like, whoa, okay, I'm here, I'm here, yeah. And, um, also like, uh, making a nest for yourself, making a safe space for yourself. I kind of saved this last because I love, love, love safety and, uh, you know, anything that makes you feel safe, uh, whether it's something you can see visibly that makes you feel safe, or something that um, is within your psyche, within your own internal realm, like a symbol or an object that if you just remember it, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I see the, I see that thing, and now I, now I'm safe, now I feel safe, um, yeah. So those are just a couple techniques and uh, I'm sure that you may know others or you may um, discover others and you can get creative and find out what works for you and find out what you need to be able to uh, work within your window of tolerance and be able to hold space for the more difficult energies for the shadow side for the traumas that you or your loved ones may be experiencing and to hold it all with a sense of goodness and understanding and love and acceptance and um really realizing that it is all a part of you that you are already whole that you Um, you know, you may be on some sort of healing journey, but that you are already whole and that the healing does not have to be this continual, um, you know, diving and diving and diving deep until you exhaust yourself. It can be really and truly a beautiful, beautiful ride where you get to experience the highs and the pleasures and the joys and then you get to dive down deep and you know skim into those those dark waters and shoom, and then you know kind of come back up and and hold yourself in that uh in that state of of goodness and and uh, understanding loves. I'm not gonna lie, it was difficult to get through that one today. A little bit surprised by that, but um, I'm so glad that you stuck in till the end. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Embodied Wisdom Podcast. You can check out my website at www.sapphireroots.com. Find me at Instagram or Facebook at Sapphire Roots, and make sure to send me a message and let me know um, what helps you stay in that um, that self-soothing regulated state what helps you be the queen of your emotions and of um, your shadow work you know what what allows you what um, practices what rituals do you do to step into your power as the queen of the shadows mm, yeah okay I'll see you next time bye <music>